Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unintended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials, Projectile Staging, and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, but I got to say, as you were pantomiming and lip-syncing the entire intro uh, while the music was playing there. Yes. It reminded me of a uh, a gay guy auditioning for guys and dolls at community theater. <laughs> That's exactly what you look like. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe West Side Story. I'm not sure. <laughs> Hold on here. So I was driving down the road yeah. this morning. I actually called Greg Bowen up. Oh, yeah? Because um, I wanted to talk about actually. So we, what we were talking about was putting up all of Ledge's old shows of Dangerous Conversations. Right, right, right. And in that conversation, I kept saying to him, like, you know, I, I asked him, he was in bed thinking about it. It was like, were you thinking about me? And, you know, it's not gay or anything like that. <laughs> and then we, and I said, I wasn't, not that I'm making a judgment on it or anything like that. Not that not, there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, if that's what you're doing. <laughs> but I did tell him the story about the time where I had, uh, where my, one of my, a, a gay experience that I had. Did I ever tell you about this story? Oh, uh, God, I, I'm not sure that I want to answer <laughs> no to that. Not that you're placing w- a judgment on I, it. I, I want to say, yeah. Yeah, you told me all about that. We don't need to hear about it again. <laughs> but no, tell us, tell us about your gay experience here. All right, so I was well, this is when I was selling copiers. Just one time in college. <laughs> no, no. So I was selling copiers. One of the clients that I had was the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Okay. And so they would buy um, copiers at for their various locations. And right. so one of the locations they had is like a used um, clothing store in Miami. Like a thrift store. To raise yeah, like money. a thrift store. Okay. Yeah, like a thrift store. Right. So I had to go down there and key op that machine. So we, you know, we had the machine delivered and then I had to go and key op the machine. When I walked in, there was this dude that was working the front that I think is considered a bear. A bear. Yeah, in, the, in, the gay, in, the gay, uh, in the gay community, like burly looking dudes with beards are considered oh, okay. bears. Gotcha. Yeah. This dude looked at me like... You know how when you look at women, like sometimes you look at a woman, you think, oh, she's really hot, right? And you just have that look, you know, when you're looking. Well, of course, I would never do that because it's a microaggression and very misogynistic and sexist. Yeah. So yeah. other than that, not that I'm placing a judgment on that. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong not with that. Not that there's anything wrong with it. But so this guy looked at me like he was going to eat me, like, and not in a bad way, but I mean, I mean, I, I, I didn't want it personally, not that I'm placing a judgment on it, but it just wasn't my thing. He wasn't my type. You got to admit, you're kind of weighing the pros and cons there, aren't you? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not saying I was offended. I wasn't offended when the guy looked at me like that. Like, you know, if somebody looks at you like that, you know, and and wants you in in that kind of way, I mean, you can take it as a compliment, I guess. Right. But you don't want to do anything. But so this guy looked at me and was just like, oh, sir, are you doing the key up on the copier and said it in such a dirty fucking way? Like yeah. I felt I felt a little dirty giving yeah. this guy the key up. Type in that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight password. <laughs> like, And then when I do the key up, man, like when the way I, I remember doing the key up and the way I used to do the key up is at a certain point I would bend over. Right. And. I feel like the guy moved behind me after that. <laughs> like, I felt like if we were in a prison scene and in, in, like, if I was in prison and he was there, I right. would have had to shank him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what would have happened. Yeah. So I was telling Greg that story this morning. That, that, that does funny. sound like, uh, you know, a deliverance about to happen there. Yeah. You yeah. My, my cute in them jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grizzly Adams about to Watch make you feel like a pig. <laughs> I felt like that. I felt like that Eddie Murphy skate. Remember that one where he talked about with, uh, with Mr. T? Oh, hey yeah. boy, look my cute in them jeans. Watch go over here, fuck me up the ass. Mm. Mm. <coughs> so you don't fuck get- around, come too fast. Maybe you get mad, scrunch up my butt cheeks, rip your dick off. <laughs> God, you do remember that? That's almost verbatim, I think. <laughs> it is. That was. That was a good. That was a good. You skit. must have listened to that album a lot as a kid. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I yes, think I we did. all did. Yeah, because yeah, it was a good album, though. Oh well, yeah. I actually heard Eddie Murphy's going back to stand up. By the way. Oh, he should. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's too bad his brother died because his brother was really good too. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. His brother did that. Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Charlie Murphy! Right. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> All right. So, at any rate, so, hold on. What was I getting with this? Hold on. Uh, you were talking about putting dangerous conversations back on Oh, there. yeah, yeah. So, we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna start Upload reloading. We're going to start uploading dangerous conversations back on there. That's good. Yeah. Including, there is one episode that Ledge did that has never been put out. It's a 20. I haven't even listened to it yet. Oh, cool. He did, like, a very personal one. Right. It's, like, 25 minutes long. Wow. And so I've been holding on to it, but I think I'm gonna, I think it's time. Yeah, so. yeah. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Scotty Ledger, a great Tampa Bay radio personality for decades here. Um, good friend of ours, good friend of the show. Uh, lived with Alex for uh, quite some time before his death. He also does the intro for the show. So that's, you know, very personal to us, uh, you know, a good uh Good personal friend. So yeah, and he and, had a podcast called Dangerous Conversations. So that's what we're talking about, putting those up. Yeah, so yeah. If you do that, uh, we'll definitely post links and tell you how to listen to him because he's a great radio guy. And, you know, had a, had a really cool perspective on things, too. Yeah, he was a he was a you know, he's one of those guys that I always consider to be like a third eye guy. Yeah, yeah. Kind of in the same Rogan vein. Yes, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very similar to that. So uh, he's he didn't necessarily. Uh, you know, he had his own opinions, but he approached everything in such a way where he was very neutral about it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. kind of like would like, uh, you know. It... He was a fan of anybody that was upsetting the system. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what he was at the end of the day. Right. And when you listen to a lot of his shows, he would have people from a lot of varying different opinions on. Right. Exactly. You know, and especially have people that had opposing opinions and let them just, you know, kind of battle it out. Yeah. On and, show. He, and he wouldn't like shut them down or anything like that. It was just like, a, you know, again, it was a. Yeah, he just was very good at what he did. Yeah, 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 he definitely was. He definitely was. So it was it was nice to, it was nice to, you know, it was like, I'm like, well, it's about time now. But don't get me wrong, I'm super busy with stuff, but I think Greg's going to help out with it, so it's going to be really cool. Wow. So. Well, that's good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man, it should be fun, so. Um, oh, let me also welcome the newest subscriber to the um, Unattended Baggage Show, and that would be Matt Wright from Muddy Waters of Freedom, Muddy Waters Media. What's up, Matt? Thanks so, for subscribing, thank you, man. Matt. I appreciate it. He said that sweet coin is what he did it for. The sweet, <laughs> the sweet coin. coin. The coin is going to be sweet. Yeah. yeah, it should be here in a couple weeks. That's nice. I'm looking, looking forward to. Yeah, it. me too. Me too. In fact, I'll finally take the silver dollar out of my wallet, and that'll be my new wallet. Oh, well, you know, it's uh, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll carry them both, but we'll see. Well, you know, it's, so the other day. I was at somebody's house. It'll look like I have two condoms in my wallet. <laughs> so I was at somebody's house the other day and they had a, it was a Coast Guard guy that had a challenge coin collection up. Oh, wow. Which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. And then I showed him my, and I had one, I had mine on me. So, so. he had it like on the wall or something? No, he had it in like a case, like a, like a, like a shelf kind of case kind right. of thing. And then he had a, well, he had a bunch of them in there though. Now if he ever gets challenged, he doesn't have his coins. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think everybody. I don't think everybody does it the right way. Right. That's Coast Guard. I mean, that's not, right. You know, yeah. It's more like the Department of Transportation than it is the Department of Defense. But. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, now they're all part of home. Now it's part of Homeland Security. But you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. There's some dangerous professions in the Coast Guard that you could. There do. are some dangerous. Well, I I certainly appreciate uh, the Coast Guard for all the rescue work uh, they do. But when they uh, fuck up my supply of drugs, that really bothers me. Yeah, we, if we can get them off of that part. You yeah, know what I'm you know, just, just stop the drug part and keep the yeah, rescuing hey, people. Hey, fellas, part. I was waiting on that blow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're fucking up my day here. Well, here's the thing. I think that they're perverting <laughs> the market value of drugs when they confiscate them and they cause us to all have to raise the prices, which hurts poor people the most. Well, it helps the CIA, though. Well, it does help the CIA. Fucking <laughs> assholes. They just put it back in the distribution system eventually, anyway. Yeah. You know, and make more on it. <laughs> Supply and demand. It's a beautiful thing. God. You know, it would be so sad if we weren't telling the fucking truth as to what they're fucking actually well, doing. Well, we're, we're obviously exaggerating the truth, but there is some documented, proven truth to that that the CIA was, uh, you know, benefiting financially. Uh, off of drug sales. Yeah. And they did it for years to fund black ops. Yeah. And for all we know, they could still be doing it. Oh, know? they probably are. They probably are. Yeah. But they definitely in the 70s and 80s, they were doing that. I put the CIA in the same category as the <laughs> FDA. Right. That's an organization that kills far more people than it saves. Uh, <laughs> it's probably a wash, but it, it, best case scenario is they're completely unnecessary. Yes, for you know? both of them. Yeah. For both of them. I think we should get rid of both of those organizations. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Turn ATF into a liquor store. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be fucking yeah. nice. God, I hate government. I hate government even more today than I hate them than I hate them in the past, even though today is the day that... Uh, that I uh, hate you more today than yesterday. Dun, 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 dun. 
But even though that they went out and did the uh, the, the the big government cheese COVID package. Oh, I'm loving my meat. Boy, you're going some government cheese. You know, my son got his yesterday. Did he Fucking really? direct deposited yesterday. Oh, my God. It's like I, that is just unbelievable efficiency. That is actually I, some I mean, unbelievable just, efficiency. Didn't Biden just sign the bill on, on like Friday. Wednesday? No, he Friday, Friday. He signed it Friday? No, no, I'm sorry. I apologize. It had to be Thursday. Thursday. Thursday he signed it. Yeah. He did a ceremony on Friday. Okay, because he got the money on Friday. Oh, my it God. It was in his account on Friday. <laughs> I mean, that's just insane. Oh, I so wish I was doing Uber today. I like. I so wish I was doing Uber today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know how much more money you're going to make on Uber today? No. Oh, people I can't know. wait to spend this fucking money. Yeah, I, and you know, I gotta say, I'm uh, it's, it's so much of what I thought was going to happen because of COVID has just been completely wrong. What do you mean uh, economically? I don't think we're going to see any economic fallout in the long run, uh, other than inflation. We're going to get hit hard with inflation over the next decade oh, because the, of it. But the whole system's going to crash uh, you eventually. Know, I'm not as optimistic that that's going to happen these days. I think they, they they can't keep doing this. You would think, but you know, hey man, I, I keep getting proven wrong at every turn. Well, no, that's true though. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if inflation ramps up ten percent this year, then we know. Oh yeah, fuck, huh. <laughs> something bad just happened. Well, they're, they're um, manipulating it, stays, it so they're manipulating it so badly that I mean, maybe the, here's the I I think it's like a game of hot potato at this point. Like, it does seem that way. You yeah. know, yeah, well, it, it just it seems like nothing that historically mattered on a macroeconomic scale matters anymore. Yeah. And I'm not sure why that is. And I think part of it is, is just markets are definitely not reacting to it. Um, you know, I think they might once inflation kicks in, but it's just like, you know, we are in the phase where I think you can just print almost unlimited money until you're not. Yeah. Until you can't anymore. And until it just, that's what it seems like. It seems like instead of feeling the, the pushback, when it starts, I think you're right that the, the way things are working out, that if, if anything is going to happen, it's going to happen all at once and be really bad. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, that's what it is. It's, it's just going to be, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going until you can't keep it going anymore. Then they'll figure out somebody. I, to and I hope that's the case. I, and I hope they keep, you know, I hope they keep printing money and I hope they keep giving me checks and you know, then I hope at some point it all crashes, comes crashing down. Yeah. You the know? only thing is like, you, you know, and I think you got to diversify on your end with, with, I think Bitcoin's part of it, but I think you still got to go with the hard stuff, though, like the gold yeah. and the silver and stuff like that. So yeah. you have to have to have that stuff in the mix because when it all crashes, it's going to go revert back to that. Right. And more people are going to be, you know, just asked out at, the, at that point. Asked out? Yeah, they'll be asked out. I, I, not that I'm placing a judgment on that. I, I'm not. I, I don't know what that term means. Uh, maybe shit out of luck. I'm sorry. Shit out of luck. <laughs> asked out. I don't know where I got asked, asked out at. Jesus Christ. I've never heard that God, I got to wake up here. I guess I got to wake up. I, I, I drove all the way down here even. How did I even drive down here? Holy shit. What's my name? Where am I at? <laughs> you do seem where pretty, are my pants? pretty Where are my pants? Today. Where are my pants? <laughs> I would not have let you in if you were not wearing pants. Oh, oh, good. Good. Because yeah. that, that means I wore pants today. Uh, guys so got to have certain standards. Yeah. Standers, standers, standers. So you get you, some I got my standers. You, I got my standers here, and 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 uh, having dungarees on is one of them. Well, I will say this though: this bill started has started now at least one beginning form of UBI. Yeah. Because if the government's going to start a program, they're going to see they're, they're either going to stand on the graves of dead soldiers or they're going to hide behind kids. Right. And so what they're doing on this one is they chose option B. They're going to hide behind kids. So everybody, every parent gets a $300 a month. It's uh, um, $300 a month per kid that they have. For how long? Uh, in perpetuity. Oh, that's really in this bill? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, God. God damn. I mean, I think they're calling it like a tax thing or something like that, but in all reality, it's just 300 bucks. Oh, but it's a tax credit. Uh, Are, they're actually sending a check they're for actually $300. Gonna send it, you're, you're getting 300 bucks per kid Damn. per month. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to adopt some uh, you know, Chinese kids. or Well, you can't get Chinese kids anymore. African kids or something. You know? Do you think you're going to get some? I, for 300 bucks a, a, a month, month each? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You're going to do yeah. it, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Where are you going to keep them? I don't know. How many can you fit in a 10 by 10? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll ask Joe Biden because he's making more cages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's making more. Joe, get you a good deal on that stuff. Uh, yeah, right. He'll get you a good deal. Yeah. Actually, no, no, no. That's it. That's it. I'll get the children, adopt them, 
But before the papers go through, I'm going to move them across the Mexican border, let Joe Biden catch them, put them in a cage for me, and I still get them as a uh, on my tax return. So I still get the three hundred. That's month. a good point. That's a good. Yeah, point. that's a good point. That's a loophole. You, know, you got to know how to work the system. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to know how to work the system. That's true. Uh, little caveat there. I, I would never traffic children or use them for that purpose. But it did make me wish that my kids were still <laughs> minors and I could still claim them for that. You know, got to get that cheese, man. Man, they are just giving gotta it get out, that boy. Cheese. They are just giving it out. Yeah, man. yeah. And with reckless abandon. Eventually, it's going to, it's going to, uh, you know, the chickens are going to come home to roost, so to speak. But I, I don't know when it'll be on anymore. I, I, because the, the fundamental laws of economics have been totally upended. Yeah. And nothing really makes sense anymore in either the the economy, uh, you know, financials, the markets. Nothing seems to make sense. Even the currency doesn't seem to make sense anymore. You know, it, it's just such a we're in such a strange time with all this. Oh, yeah. But it, it seems to be working because, you know, happy days are here again. And then what happened last time that happened? Yeah. Well, yeah. then it all crashed at one point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, hold on, though. If you look around. Every place that you can find is hiring. Everybody is. Yeah. And nobody they wants are, to work. They're desperate for people. Right. And what did what was the response from government, by the way? Extend the extra three hundred dollars a month in unemployment till September. Mm-hmm. Well, there's still a lot of people out of work and unemployment is still pretty high. No, no. There's a lot of people out of work because they're the giving them three hundred dollars a fucking week in fucking enhanced in addition, unemployment benefits. In, enhanced, yeah. That's in addition to what they would normally make or what they would normally receive from unemployment. If you're a person that's unemployed right now, making what six hundred dollars a week, right? Why would you go back to work? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, look. If if you have the earning potentials to make a thousand dollars a week and you're only making six hundred a week, you have an incentive to go back to work. However, if you were making $400 a week before and now with unemployment you're making $600 a week you have zero incentive to go back to work even the people that can make a thousand can go find something else to do to make up the other four that's true and not have to worry about <laughs> that it. is true do a little side hustle and and you know work you know 10 hours a week and be thrilled yeah yeah and then take true. the rest of the time off right like they have literally set up the system so people are not going to go back to work. But to what end? I mean, who benefits from that? I don't know. Quo bono. I, I don't know. You know. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't understand it because. Well, that's what I think. I don't think it's it's some grand conspiracy. I think it's just collective stupidity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. It, you have a whole lot of people that have no understanding of how business works making right. decisions for businesses. Right. Exactly. On a grand scale. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that those decisions are, again, like part of, the, part of that, that hub group, the business owners in that area. All of them are looking. All of them are desperate for people, and they can't find them. Now, how many people would you hire right now if you you could find quality candidates today? Yeah, five. Yeah, exactly, five today. Yeah. I would hire five today. Well, hold on. I would hire two at a time because right. it takes you got to train them. You know, what okay. I'm saying? But w- like within the next month, you would probably fire uh, hire five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: I have so many calls coming in for business. I could probably hire. At, on average, I could hire two a month in perpetuity. Right. Or at least until the, the phone stopped ringing. I, I'm looking to hire someone right now, too. I'm looking to hire a CEO of my company for $200 a week that can lay me off so I can collect unemployment. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so I have more time to go adopt children in Africa. <laughs> well, you got to have time for that. Exactly. You, got, you have to QC that stuff, too. So, But it, it'll be a benefit because my unemployment will, you know, help me fund that uh, particular way to get more government cheese. Yeah. I just, I, I can't, <laughs> believe, like, I'm, I'm sitting here. And thank like, God for stimulus because I could never afford the plane ticket if it wasn't for that. Well, that's true. <laughs> like, I get calls. I get calls all the time for people to add cleaning. And I'm just like, I, I'm sending other companies business because I'm like, well, I can't do anything for right. it. Yeah. Like, like I need a cleaning this week. I'm like, <laughs> I, la- I call people. I've laughed. I've laughed out loud. I'm like, <laughs> this week. <laughs> hey, no, I can't do it for you, man. I'm sorry. You man. know, that's, that's probably not the best plan for your long-term business prospects. What do you mean? Uh, laughing when people, you know, want to hire you. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than to cry. Like it's either that or cry. I, there's nothing I hate more than well, fucking telling somebody that I can't clean for them. There is something you can do to guarantee that you hire people that's pay more. 
I mean, this is a, it's becoming a supply and demand situation. What is eventually going to happen? And this is where inflation comes in. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's just think this through as a thought exercise. So right now we have a situation where the people, especially in the lower income brackets, are saying it makes no sense for me to go out and get a job because there's so many government benefits rolling in. Okay. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of businesses out there that are used to being able to pay people 10 or $15 an hour that are now they can't get people in those price ranges because they're making more money off of unemployment. So eventually what's going to have to have to happen in the short term, at least, is that those businesses are going to, if they really want to fill those, those slots, they're going to have to pay more. That's true. Okay. Yeah. So what happens when businesses start to have to pay their employees more? Well, the cost of that uh, product goes up. Um, so that's going to mean that everything's going to start costing more. Well, when you have everything costing more and also more money supply going on, the price of everything goes up, that's inflation. Actually, it's the value of the currency going down because the government, by giving it out to everyone, has devalued it. Yeah, They've inflated the money supply, so each of those things has a lower intrinsic value yeah. compared to goods and services. And, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Now, the only question is how rapidly it happens. And I think the, one of the reasons that it's not happening as fast as I thought it was going to happen is because a lot of people are doing a pretty smart thing and taking that government stimulus check and saving it. Yeah. They're not actually putting it into the real economy where it's causing, you know, things to go up uh, or they're investing it. Yeah. You know, that's why you have this incredible, huge influx of retail investors in the market via yeah. Robinhood apps and stuff mm -hmm. like that because they're using their stimulus money for it. But having said that, the inflationary pressure is already there. Yes. Uh, like, for example, windows. You know, I talked about I'm trying to I'm trying to get windows in my house, you know. Yeah. Um, but you still can't get them. Well, I, I did have uh, somebody come out and quote um, uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. And uh, the, the cost on Windows has just gone up exponentially in the course of a year. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been, I've been working on this project for a while. And pre-COVID, the prices were half what they are today. Oh, my God. The prices of, for Windows have, and doors have essentially doubled <sighs> in a year. And the reason that is, it's pure supply and demand, but it's not natural supply and demand driven. It's driven by government government actions. It's driven by people are sitting home right now, mm -hmm. working from home, looking out their windows going, God, my windows suck. Whereas yeah. before, they'd be at work all day, getting home at 6 o'clock. They don't care about their windows at that point. Yeah. But when they're sitting in their home office looking at it all day, they care. On top of that, they've all of a sudden got a few thousand dollars extra in the bank you know, because the government keeps cutting them checks. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, you know what? We should use that to get some new windows. So they do that, and that's why you can't get windows for 28 weeks right now. Mm -hmm. And the price has doubled, and in some cases tripled, yeah. on windows. Because supply and demand. But it's artificial supply and demand, and that's what the issue is. And again, I... You know, I, I knew this was coming, but I kind of predicted it in the wrong way. I thought it was going to happen much more rapidly, but it's. I think it's going to be a slower process. Either that, or it's it's going to be a, you know, just kind of level until we hit the cliff. Yeah. You know, so I think it's the cliff thing is probably going to. It could be. I, I think it, at some point we're going to wake up, and or modern panics. monetary theory is correct. It could be. I, maybe Keynes got it right, and we're just idiots. You know, you never know. But I, uh, my my personal thought is one day we're going to wake up. And the CPI is going to come out and the inflation numbers are going to come out and they're just going to, you know, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, they're going to hockey stick inflation just hit 4%. And then the next time it comes out, it's like, oh shit, we're at 6%. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be like, oh crap, how do we stop this? And then everyone's going to panic and the panic is going to do as much damage as the, um, the actual situation, the actual inflation itself. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's very much, I mean, the markets crashed, uh, last week. Because the uh, bond yield ticked up, you know, like 10 basis points. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, that it, it, it's it's pretty fragile right now. It, it, it feels very fragile. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, I just hope whatever happens that the government keeps writing checks until there's the checkbook is, you know, is done is done <laughs> yeah. until there is no more bank. <laughs> yeah, I, they, it's, that would be nice. They what, and then we can all be free and have you know, and just make sure you convert it to tangible assets and you're good. Yeah. Gold and Bitcoin. I, I just don't understand how. 
any any caring that I've had about trying to save it or trying to or thinking that we should save it is gone. I got you there, didn't like I? You, uh, yeah. you and them. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. You can't give. I'm taking you full can't credit. Take, you can't take all 100%, the credit. Hundred percent. That's me. You can only take about maybe fifty percent of the credit. The yeah. other fifty percent goes into their actions because yeah. their actions have shown, and it's all of their actions. Yeah, Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. N- nobody really gives a shit about the spending. And, and, and you know it, it, the whole, and it's even broader than that. It's like nobody even thinks rationally anymore. No. And, and not just in government, just like most people in general. And there's so little critical thinking out there. There's so many, so few people that are actually being rational about any situation that I just, I, I keep saying, it seems like I say this every show, but I just don't understand the world anymore. No. You know? And it's not because I've changed. It's because, you know, just things that used to make sense no longer make sense. And it's like everybody's who used to think, yeah, oh yeah, that makes sense. Or now like, oh, yeah, no, it's of course. It's like, two plus two equals zebra. Yeah, right. It yeah, seems like how the world's got. It is. I feel like a crazy person. When we say it all the time, I feel like a crazy person every day. I really do. Yeah, it's just the, the dichotomies that are everywhere. Like, you know, for example, we've got, okay, um, Andrew Cuomo, okay, mm-hmm. governor of New York, okay. He is going down in flames right now <sighs> because women keep coming out and they're not really accusing him of sexual harassment. And there's no allegations of rape or anything. Basically, he's being a little too misogynistic, a little too flirty, and a little too... Pansy. Mean to them. Yeah. Pansy. Oh, handsy. Oh, yeah, but not even, like, he's not grabbing asses or smacking, you know, smacking but asses. Lo- or grabbing Just a t- little. But he's, like, touching shoulders and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, you know? And, and he, he gave one woman a kiss on the forehead and... Uh, you know, and she said, it didn't really make me sexually uncomfortable. It just felt like he was trying to dominate me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is what he was doing. Right. Yeah. He was trying to make her well, uncomfortable. Because his, his movement <laughs> was more about dominance and control. But that's only part of my... Look, and for, fucking Cuomo's a scumbag, authoritarian, deserves whatever the fuck he gets. Yeah. But by the same token, you know, here is this guy who essentially was just kind of kind of being a jerk in general, but nothing even remotely close to what you would call illegal. Mm-hmm. Nothing that was like anything actionable, but he's going down for it because, you know, this is the the Me Too generation. On the other side of this coin, okay, right now, uh, Tucker Carlson, another douche nozzle, okay, um, is under fire from the fucking Pentagon because he's accusing the, the the U.S. military of becoming feminine. Which they are. Which they are. because He's not wrong in what he's saying. He's not wrong. Okay? And because what they're saying is that women are just as strong and capable as men when it comes to war fighting. Okay? Now, let's go back to Cuomo. Okay? Cuomo is treats guys exactly the same way he treats women's bullies them, berates them, you know, all kinds of shit like that. Mm-hmm. No guys are coming forward. 30 women have come forward and everyone's freaked the fuck out. But the guys are like, oh, suck it up, <laughs> you know. But yet, Tucker Carlson, so there's obviously a clear disconnect in the minds of leftists, Democrats, whatever, wh- yeah. whoever is, you know, accusing Cuomo of this. You have to treat men and women differently when it comes to the workplace. But in the military... Women who are biologically uh, smaller, On weaker, uh, exactly, across the board. It's, it's pretty much universal. You stack an equal weight man and woman together, the man's still going to be stronger. I, you know with, what I'm saying? With some exceptions. Yeah, yeah. very few exceptions. Um, but my point is, is when it comes to if you point out the differences in the workplace, you're a hero. If you point out the differences in the media, or in the military, you're a pariah. Yeah. How do you, how do you logically and rationally sync those two? Well, like, for example, it's it's not okay to talk to men and women the same in the workplace, to 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 bully them or bury them. And look, the guys, I'm not defending Cuomo in any way. Fucking guy's an asshole. I'd love to see him gone. But it is okay in the military to ignore the differences between men and women you well, know i i just it makes no sense can you shine some light no, no, on that for on. me why in the world do you need a pregnant flight suit right 
Like, that's the thing. Like, if you're pregnant, why do you want to go into a dangerous fucking airplane in a flight suit and fly the fuck around? Like, why would you do, why would you need to, and why do you need to tout that? Like, that's just stupid as shit. Well, maybe you're from Arkansas. (laughs) I don't know. You know, you're pregnant, you got a kid, you don't necessarily want the kid, but yet you're from Arkansas, so you can't have an abortion anymore. Yeah. Unless unless the, the, the child or your life is in danger. So can you believe they passed that bill? So maybe you're thinking, hey, man, let me jump out of an airplane. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This was, this was the plan for the Republicans, at least for the really pro-life Republicans. This is the plan all along. Yeah, so if you haven't like What heard, the Democrats were right about is that the Republicans always did want to get rid of Roe versus Wade and to, make, to you, go back to making abortion did. illegal. Yeah. Well, a lot of Republicans did. You think? Really? I, I mean, that's, I a litmus that test, and that's a litmus test in the GOP still. Hmm. I mean, it's totally a litmus test in the GOP. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't think it matters to all but a, a small percentage of very vocal uh, Republicans. Mm, I mean, you enough, think enough you that would elections know matter. I mean, I mean, enough that elections matter. I yeah. mean, enough that the primary, like you have to be pro-life in the primaries. You can't say you're pro-choice in the primaries and get away with it. Oh, really? Huh. Oh, if you did that, you would not win. They would attack you for that. Like you would be attacked well, I, for that. I could see that, but I, I just didn't realize how broad the... Uh, I mean, you wouldn't win your primary. The support for uh, you know banning abortion was. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that every Republican that is elected into office is pro-life. Right. But the ones that are pro-choice aren't telling. Like they ain't they ain't announcing it. Well, either way, Arkansas has uh, just passed a law that essentially limits abortions to bans all abortions except when even rape incest uh except when the life of the child or the well <laughs> wouldn't make sense if the life of the child was in danger the life of the mother was in danger yeah um yeah and i don't think there's any prayer of that standing up in court you know <laughs> well they would it would have to go to the supreme court and they would have to overturn roe v wade yeah and they're I, gonna i don't think they're going to you don't think that that supreme court's going to overturn roe v wade i don't know mm. i don't actually know I think you think gonna. they will? Wow. I think this was the plan. I think this was the plan all along. I would be shocked if that happens. I would really be shocked that that happens. I, I can't imagine us going back to... Uh, I'm actually looking forward to it. I hope they do it. Oh, really? Why? I hope they do it. Yeah. Just for the chaos? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the only reason. Yeah. I, I don't think... You know why? Because the Democrats deserve it. Yeah. Like, hold on. Let me say... No, no. Let me say different this. The American population on whole deserves... Everything it's about to get. Right. I have, again, I committed day, I committed many years of my life to try to fix this republic, to try to restore it. Now, you know what? I'm Carlin. I'm Carlin. I'm watching it burn. I don't care. And the worse it gets, the, the happy, gun control, good, bring it. You know what? Bring them all. <laughs> bring everything. You have embraced the chaos. I love it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm, this, bill was the, this bill that they just passed, this $1.9 trillion bill, and the American public's response to it is, was the straw that broke the camel's back. All nice. you give a fuck, you want to just, here, you want, just want checks? Fine. Just take checks. Fine. We'll, we'll all take checks. Yeah. If I could get on welfare right now and collect that freaking, and get that card, I'll, I would do it. I if would, I yeah. could, I would do it. Food stamps. Because you, you know how much money you get doing? You get $1,200 a month in a food stamp card to just buy food. Right. Right. You know Why how- is anyone going hungry? <laughs> Why is anyone Nobody going is. hungry? Nobody is. Nobody is. Yeah. This whole thing about we're, we're going to eliminate poverty. No, you're not going to eliminate Hang poverty. On. I was watching the news the other day. And you know how we talked about the 7-Eleven thing? That's been there for years that says one in seven uh, Americans struggle with hunger. Yeah. Okay. I've been seeing that for years and it's pissed me off because I knew it was a lie then. Yeah. Okay. The other day I'm watching the news and there was someone and I wish it just kind of glancing was on in the background and I wish I had seen who it was, but there was a, some high ranking person on that was telling America that because of COVID now one in seven Americans is struggling with hunger. <laughs> and I thought, you motherfuckers, it's just all such fucking bullshit. It's all lies. It's all complete lies. Yeah. Everything that comes, but you're giving me money, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know? People are going to now complain that they're not getting enough money. Yeah. That's the, the, we've, we've crossed yeah. that Rubicon now. I love it. 
I yeah. love it. They've just, they are destroying just generations of people. The work ethic is going to be gone. Like nobody's going to want to work at, with any seriousness at all. Right. It's just, it's all. Well, they've already turned an entire generation into such frail, fragile, uh, incapable of dealing with Fuck any boys. type of conflict adults. Yeah. You know, it's no wonder they need women in the military at this point because women are fucking tougher than guys. Yeah, when you, you know, see, for the most part, when you see motorcycles, motorcycles on the road now, right? It's just as many women driving them as there are men driving them. Well, when you, look, when when you have adult males that are talking about people who committed microaggressions against them, it's like fuck. You couldn't fucking handle just a normal conversation around the the guys I hang out with. Yeah, you know. Oh, speaking of which, I beat a black man last night. You what? I, I beat a black man. Robbed him, too. Uh, do you want to kind of give a little Went back to playing poker. Yeah. Oh, you went and played poker? Beat up an Indian, too. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, fucking. I, I, I took you. all kinds of money last night. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. But it was it was good to be around uh, uh, the guys again. They let me cut. They finally let me come without a mask. Oh, did they? Yeah, so. <laughs> Are, do they play in a mask? <laughs> you know, here's... <laughs> Here's the stupid thing. I, and I don't want to bash my boys. Um, but they all pretend to. But, you know, within an hour, it, it's, you know, most of them have chin diapers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But even for the entire time, the mask there, is on the head somewhere. There were two guys that actually wore the mask the entire time. One of them took it down, like, you know, did the nose thing several times. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, at the poker table. And that's why I wouldn't go because it, it, back in last March, they made it mandatory. I'm saying, guys, look, I'm not going to sit there for four hours, you know, drinking beer with a mask on, you know. And, How do you drink and beer exchanging with a mask cards. on? It's like, guys, we're exchanging cards. <laughs> you know, we're touching the same cards. You're all sitting in front of each other. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like there's and, no six foot distancing there. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so anyway, it, it was just good to be back with yeah. the boys. I'm, I mean, yeah, you don't want to bash your boys. I, I don't, don't want to bash my boys. And it, it, Even again. though they've, they, they're like a t-ball setting it up to be bashed though. Just, oh, I'm well, just actually, you know, the funny thing is, is I'm not bashing them here on the podcast. But I've been bashing the fuck out of them the whole time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like but, to their faces. Well, I well did, to their I, to I their mask covered well, faces. Well, to to our to our uh, group emails. Oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're now 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 you're responding to group things? Uh, no. Well, I haven't responded in months other than bash them. Oh, know? I got and you. And I told them early on, I'm not, I'm not going to come until you 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 know fucking pansies uh, you know let me come without a mask. So um, <laughs> did they finally do that? Well, I you know I, I said well. I think they kind of wrote me off and then I, I jumped in and said, Hey, can I, you know, can, can we drop the mask? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Come on back. You know? So, Oh my God. They wasn't like they were reaching out to me. <laughs> I just can't believe it. But it was good to, to hang back I, out with the guys. I don't understand the fear. I don't, I, I don't get it at all. I, I, and, and again, it's, it's just like, it's another thing that I feel like America has just lost her fucking mind and lost her ability to rat rationally, look at things and you know from an objective perspective and say okay well here's the risk level on that and it's it's relatively low you know what i'm saying it's not shut down the world and wear a mask and don't leave your house it's that that's like that's such an insane overreaction to the problem yeah you know and again <laughs> all of the shit that's going on now you know it, it, this is the this has been the ideal example of never let a good crisis go to waste however as if everybody in power had no idea how to take advantage of the crisis <laughs> they just threw everything out yeah put, put everything up like yeah this, like this package that like it's, this i don't understand who any of this is benefiting you know what i'm saying i don't know other than jeff bezos i don't, I don't know I, what it definitely end, benefited him what, i don't know what the end goal is but it can't be good it can't be good. I don't know that there is an end goal, dude. I think the end goal is just to keep the people in power in power. Well, it's definitely the, I mean, that's definitely the goal is to keep those people in power, but right. to what end? Right. Well, and here's the thing. How much are you going to get? You've already gotten a good amount of the people in this country addicted to government. Right. In, in many ways. And I feel like you, like there was 50% that were and 50% that weren't that you were like, well, we got to go get that other 50%. And now they've, you know, got another 25% or whatever. I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know the specific number, but like this, like you're just gonna, you're just gonna, you're ruining, you're ruining this country. You're ruining like the incentives for people to work. Like 
You can if you drive around right now, there is a cottage industry of people making signs saying that we're hiring. Like, right? Like, and and what's the government response? Three hundred dollar checks. Let's keep it going. Extra checks because they can't you know because they can't find work. What do you mean they can't find work? Everyone is hiring. It's not like some people are hiring. Everyone is hiring. Right. Drive around and just look. The advertising that people are doing is for employees, not for customers. Right. They're trying to get people to work, and you're going to set the incentives up to stop that from happening. You are you here's the thing. You're either that fucking stupid, or there's gotta be another fucking end goal there. I think I think they're just that short sighted. Maybe you know they're, I, maybe they're, you have to understand is that the people in power have one goal, and that is benefiting themselves, and that's either with power or money, or both. Yeah, or both. Um, so I, I think they're just so short sighted that they're just going to do whatever it takes to keep them in power. It really, it, they don't care if you know. Four years. Look, if the consequences are ten years out. They'll blame somebody else for it by then. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying. Well, that's true. No, that's true. Uh, so it's it's uh, you know, or if the consequences are immediate, they blame all their predecessors. You know what I'm saying? Well, look at what they're doing with COVID. By the way, Biden is saying like he he did that national address. That fucking asshole Biden. I fucking hate Biden. By the way, I yeah, just I've, I just he's I, I can't wait for him to die. Um, so at the, in his national address, he was like, you know, and if you guys everybody takes their vaccine, then in limited groups you can get together on July fourth. <laughs> right. Are you fucking kidding me? You're gonna July? Look, if you get the shot, then you're done. You fucking like I can't. That's how you know it's about control, though. Oh, totally. Because they say dumb shit like in July fourth you can get together. This if you take one of the vaccines, then you no longer the CDC. Even the CDC will admit. If you take the vaccine and come in contact with somebody that has COVID, you don't have to quarantine. Right. Well, then why can't you just hang out with whoever you want to fucking hang out with? We're having a block party next weekend. Are you really? Yeah. The whole neighborhood? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's a flyer in my fridge. Oh, nice. Good for you. <laughs> we do it all the time. Well, I think people... I th- Look, I think on the whole, people are done, which is why I think... Well, that- here's the thing. So many of the people I know, um, even if they were... Like, um, you know, very concerned about COVID early on. Now they're just like done. Yeah. I mean, done, done. Uh, Like I have neighbor. Done, uh, done, done. A a couple of doors down. She has been. And again, they both are good friends of ours. They both have uh, health problems. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, she has been like total lockdown, wear a mask. I mean, she, you know, walks around the neighborhood. And if I see her outside, she keeps her distance, even though she's wearing a mask and we're outside. Yeah. yeah and I respect that. You know, I, look, I respect her right to be like that. I think she's being ridiculous, but, you know, I, I respect her right to do it. Yeah. Um, but even she uh, told on, yeah, I'm going to go to the block party. And it's like her family is thrilled because it's like the first social thing she's done in over a year. Yeah. You know, um, and it's just, you know, it is good to see that things are getting back to normal. But I think that, uh, you know, one of the things that I think that's more Florida thing than than most parts of the country. You know what I'm saying? Because it is great to be in Florida. But Florida is really proving to be such a free state. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though uh, Rick Scott thinks we ought to give it back all the money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck is that coming from? And and if you haven't heard this, uh, Senator Ritz, Rick Scott implores uh, the state of Florida to reject and return all the stimulus money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, uh, uh, hey, hey there, fucking Skeletor. Uh, why don't we just pretend it's like fraudulent Medicare billing. Can we keep it then? <laughs> you know, everybody forgets this guy presided over the largest Medicare fraud in U.S. history. He stole billions of dollars from Medicare for himself. <laughs> and he's telling us, oh, yeah, you should get back that money. <laughs> you know why he's doing it, though. Why? Because he's a 2024 presidential contender. He thinks he is. Well, yeah. That's what it is. And he knows DeSantis is the front runner. 
So he knows he has to take an angle that he thinks is going to be popular in the Republican primaries. And he's just shooting himself in the fucking foot. Yeah, I don't think he understands. No. He doesn't understand. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand the base anymore. No. Because... Uh, you know, <laughs> all those fucking tea partiers, myself included, I ain't calling the kettle black here, are like, show me the fucking money. Yeah. You know, the only difference is I'm doing it for different reasons. Well, yeah, because you don't care anymore. Well, and I like money. I like money. Well, but but you just don't care anymore, though. Like, you realize that this is, it, they're just going to do it anyway. Oh, yeah, I haven't cared for a long time. Yeah. So I was like, you know, lo- I'm looking forward to the collapse, and I'll be thrilled to death when the checks stop coming. I'm looking for the, oppor- I'm, 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 you know what I'm lo- doing right now is I'm trying to figure out opportunities to make more money. Yes, yes. Because That's I think right doing. now there's a lot of opportunity. <laughs> I actually think that the yeah. business that we have now with cleaning is going to, is going to boom. Well, obviously you're trying to hire five people right now. Yeah. Like it's going to boom even more. It is just going to be, you know why? For the same reasons with the windows, people are at home, they're at the house, they're doing the things like, you know what? I need this thing cleaned up, but I don't have time to do that. I'll I'll hire somebody to come in and clean it. Right. And that's what they're going to do. And that's what, and uh, it's just, it's, it's like, it's weird that at the same time that I'm like, Oh, this is all going to crash. Yeah, but let me make money for it. Let me make as much money as right. I can before it does. Yeah. It's like a race. Yeah, it, it really is. That's and why I'm so pissed at my And I don't fun. know if it's... I might even do Uber Eats tonight anyway. Like, even after I got to do what I got to do after the show, I still might go do Uber Eats. I, I, I don't, you said it's a race, but I don't know if it's a sprint or a marathon. I really don't. Well, you're, I'm gonna tr- here's the thing. I'm hoping it's a marathon, but I'm going to treat it like a sprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could very well be. I, I'm hoping it's a marathon, but I'm going to run fast. I'm going to run hard. I'm going to work even harder. I'm going to work even harder than I've been working anyway. Right. And right. I don't know how many how many more hours I can fit in that, but I'm going to fit all the fucking hours I can fit into it. Yeah. You know why? Because I, you know what? This is, these are times in which people can be very successful. And yeah, same token. I'm, I'm trying to increase my, uh, my various streams of revenue. Um, and uh, on that note, uh, you should subscribe to uh, patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Go on there, give us some money. Uh, go to amazon.com, uh, buy a copy of the Xander Trigger. <laughs> See? Nice, good plug, man. Uh-huh, Look uh-huh. at you plugging. Right. Exactly. Look See? at you plugging. You were yelling at me before the show because I'm like, dude, do we do we have to like try to plug my book every week? It's like you know, just knock it off. I like, try to find an article <laughs> each week that I can ask the question: Was this was this in the book, the Cassandra? Well, Trigger? first of all, if you just read the fucking book, you would know the answer. Yeah, to those but questions. I'm trying to sell you more copies, motherfucker. But like, th- I'm trying to fucking sell you more copies. Like, I understand you give me shit because I didn't read the fucking book, and eventually I will fucking read the book. No, you won't. Yes, I am. I will. I will. I will fucking read it eventually. It's been five years. Yeah, but I'm going to read it. I will read it. Sometimes it just takes me a long time to get to things. So I will read this fucking book. But at the same time, I'm always pimping it, though. Like, I'm a a fan. I'm pimping your fucking. I'm picking your clickbait fucking book. There you go. Start now. All right. So hold on. Let's get her. So from uh, page one of the Cassandra Trigger by Adrian Wiley, copy 2016, Adrian Wiley, cover art by Jose L. Bello. Bello. Bilo. My boy, Jose. And I love how chapter one starts out with bread, and then it says, fuck you. <laughs> I started to hear the shouted obscenity echoing through the aisles of the... Oh, you don't want me to read it no, on the No, that's the oh, worst. So now you want me to read it, and now you don't want me to fucking read it. Not on the air. It. No. I, I was actually, you know, just to pull in your bluff, I didn't think you were actually going to start... <laughs> You called my bluff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking read that shit right now. I'll read it on the fucking air. I don't yeah, care. that would that would be I, you know to just I hear you know people uh, you know closing browsers uh, all over America click, right click, now, click, yeah. click, click, click. <laughs> turning off apps. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, uh, so that's a, that's the secret right now. Try to make all the money you can right now, and don't keep that that money that you have. The worst thing you can probably do with it at this point is to put it in the bank and just save it. Because if that fl- inflation does hit, that's going to be of no value to it. Yeah, you got to put it in like put Bitcoin it in something or different. Well, gold I, or silver. I still think or... Bitcoin's risky. I mean, my I, I think Bitcoin is going to go up, but it's kind of a risk. I mean, if you want something really safe and solid, uh, put it in, uh, you know, uh, put it in gold. You know, put it in silver. Put it in real estate. You know, things that are tangible and finite. I think real estate would probably be a bad move right now too, though, just because it's so. Inflated. In the long run, it's it's never a bad move. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. you know that's that's the thing. If you own land, you own land. Yeah, that's you true. know, regardless of the value of it, it has value. So, but if you uh, if you just keep it in dollars and you you see that hyperinflation, it's the value of it just disappears. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, it, the, the thing I the thing I did for the Cassandra trigger this week though was the article in the Military Times that trust in the military is down. Um, no, nah, I don't know that that, uh, well, fear of the military is up. I think that's why trust in the military is down because what you've got, and yes, it, it was in there to some degree, but it, tangentially, um, if, uh, if you are using the U S military to, as a police force in the country, as more and more they're doing like at the Capitol and, uh, you know, like in, in Oregon around the courthouse. You know, yeah. uh, more and more, you're going to have distrust of the U.S. military, just like you have distrust of the police. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so the, the reason that it's happening is because they're using the military wrong. Yeah. You know, that's a problem. When you start. Uh, look, because they're using the military domestically. Yes. Posse comitatus. The, the entire concept of posse comitatus is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you just the, you don't even hear that term brought up. Yeah, anymore. We have an occupied capital right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know, we have a military guarding the capital. Yeah. Protecting it from U.S. citizens. Protecting it from you. Yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> you can't go in now because of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're going to say it was because of the, the, the rioters. Yeah. You know, um, but even though we. Doc- we had riots before. It's been well. It's been well documented on this program. <laughs> right. Mr. Wiley. <laughs> That's an Alex Jones thing, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. It's, well, it's on record. It's on record. It's on record. Yeah. It's on record. Yeah. I haven't heard him so long. I quit listening. Yeah, well. He just was tired. I was tired of it. Yeah. He wasn't entertaining anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. He doesn't entertain me. No, uh, he uh, he had his run. You know, I, I never last long with uh, any of those talk shows. I, I think actually I just... It's, well, that's because your ego is so big that the only talk show you listen to is your own. That's really the bottom line. Yeah. yeah it's, it's I don't care about anyone else's opinion anymore because it's, you know, you're not going to sway mine anymore. And most of the time I'm just going to think, why are you bothering with that? That's just the most stupid thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I listen to a lot? Uh, I listen to the news updates, like the little five minute news update things. Right. I listen to a lot of those. I actually watched a good chunk of Snowden's interview with Rogan. Oh, yeah. The other night. And man, I, I did, that guy, just love him. But Snowden or Rogan? Or well, Rogan just let Snowden talk. Well, that's what he does. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, it's like, okay, go ahead and talk. And Snowden did. And, and, you know, literally, Rogan, like, if there was a pause, he'd like ask a question and just let him roll. I mean, you know? I feel like what Rogan does is he does like, he'll lead somebody down a path he kind of wants him to go down. But it's very slight and it's very like very light touch right. with some people, because I think with some people, especially if he doesn't know a whole lot of the information that like, if the person's really, really smarter than, than than Rogan is and he's well knowledgeable in whatever the subject matter is. Right. That he just lets him go because I think he's trying to learn more right. when he's doing, which I think is a really great thing. for oh, Rogan. Well, Snowden, way. you just let him talk. Yeah. Yeah. When you Snowden, know? you let him talk. And God, man, because that... he's a really smart dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I. Honestly, watching him, and this doesn't happen to me very often, watching him was like, oh, my God, somebody understands. Yeah. You know, it's like that guy, I feel like that guy so gets it because he was saying things that I've said verbatim before. And, you know, I I never really, like, sat down and listened to him. I read his stuff and things like that, you know, and I'm very aware of everything he'd done. But I never just listened to him talk for long periods of time. Yeah. And uh, God, that was just, you know, wonderful. Yeah. I just, you know, the, the guy is so spot on. He understands it so perfectly. Well, and to be know? willing to give up your country, basically. Oh, yeah. In order to do what he did. Yeah. And now he has to live And he in talked Russia. about that. And just like, you know, he says it was worth the sacrifice. Yeah. You know, because things are happening because of it. People are aware of it because of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think enough people really care. Yeah, no, that's, that's no, no, line. no, not enough. Not yeah. nearly enough care. Enough, not enough of them give a shit, but yeah, you know, so, but back to the military times thing back, or back to the, uh, back to the, the, the trust in, in the military. So about 50% of Americans surveyed said they have a great deal of trust and confidence in the military. That's down from 70% oh, yeah. in 2018. That's a huge drop. So that's a big drop in a short period of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. A 20 point drop in three years is very, very significant. Yeah. And the, the, the researchers also saw a similar drop in confidence in law enforcement in recent years as well. And that's from 50 to 39%. Well, let's, let's go back to uh, from 50 to 39%. Wow, it's below 50% for law enforcement. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah, things are, things are about to get dicey here in America. But it's, it's interesting. I wonder the drop in the military, you know, I attributed it to 
um, you know, a lot of the domestic enforcement that they're doing now. But I wonder if like part of it is what we talked about with like Tucker Carlson. You've got five, four and five star generals now tweeting uh, against Tucker Carlson, which never used to happen. High-ranking military officers never, ever, they're ever not supposed to engaged in any political. No, this is sanctioned by the Pentagon now. No, but they're not supposed to though. What? I mean, I understand that it's not. But they should. They shouldn't do. And it. they used to not be allowed to. Yeah. Um, but now it's just open. You know, open. And so when you have those, uh, you know, top-ranking military officials basically getting involved publicly in politics, and this is, of course, it is political, obviously. I'm sure that's another reason that they're losing confidence. Well, I think other people are losing confidence because they're, they think that the military has been infiltrated by white supremacists. That's another and, reason. Yeah. And that, that, that those people being in the military being there is bad, which is they had a lot. We talked about on this new on the, on the show as well, but they had that lockdown like like uh, like, a, uh, you know, military wide. Right. About trying to identify those people that may hold, you know, opinions they don't like and kicking them out. Right, right. But, but, but the same token and see what you're doing is you're politicizing the military. Yeah. Now, obviously, the the military has always been, for lack of a better term, the enforcement wing of politics. Yes. You know, it is, it is the final extension of politics. Yeah. It's the when all else fails option mm-hmm. of politics. Um, but when you actually now take the, the military and involve it in the basically the domestic social affairs. Yeah, domestic affairs and social politics. Mm-hmm. Now it's when you start to lose, you know, because like you said, some people are pissed off because they're, uh, you know, they're, they're beating up protesters. Other people are pissed off because a certain percentage of military are white supremacists. Other people are pissed off because they're, you know, generals are sending tweets, mm-hmm. you know, and attacking Fox news anchors who's or douchebags, you know? Yeah. Um, but you don't like Tucker Carlson at all. Do you? I do not like Tucker Carlson. I, I cannot tolerate that guy. What is there something that happened that yeah. caused you to hate Tucker Carlson? He's so just much? a douchebag. You just don't like him. I huh? don't like him. Yeah, yeah. I don't like his stupid fucking face. I don't like that dumb fucking face he makes all the time. You <laughs> he know? used to wear bow ties. <laughs> Another reason not to like the guy. Have you ever known anyone who wore bow ties that was decent? That wasn't a fucking asshole. Like on a regular basis. Like yeah. on the regular. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, no. The answer is no. I can't think of one. I can't <laughs> yeah. think of a person that, that has worn a bow tie. But, you know, look, he's just... No, Matt Caldwell. Okay. All right. One. Yeah. He stopped wearing them, though, but... Good. Because <laughs> people thought he was an asshole. <laughs> no, I don't think it was because they thought he was an asshole. Anyway. But, but you know, I, I think that's why they're, uh, they're losing, uh, losing faith. You know? I think that the American people are basically losing faith in America. You know, and it's, it's such a double-edged sword. It truly is because it's, it's it, it, part of me is just, you know, brokenhearted o- over that. And the other part is like, America deserves it. Amer- the, the United States of America does not deserve respect anymore. They've, they've, they have destroyed all the goodwill that they should have. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not wrong. You're not I, and, wrong. And, and so there's, even though it, it saddens me, you that, don't want it to be the case. I don't, I, yeah, I wish we could have gone back and fixed it, but that ship sailed has been sailed for 30 years. Oh, so. it's gone. Yeah. It's gone long ago. Yeah. So, um, gone before you knew it was gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was a point we might've been able to, you know, to fix it. And like I kind of talked about in last week's show. I think the late nineties was like the, the point where it, we could have maybe salvaged it, Yeah, you know, but after that it was pretty much too late. Yeah. yeah. So, so now it's just like, Hey folks, let's just, you know, uh, <laughs> when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary to sever ties. Yeah. It's time to sever ties. It, it, it's getting there. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I for mean, those it, of you it, who don't know, that is from the declaration of independence. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what we should be doing this July Fourth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I'm just, you know what it is. I'm at this point now. I am just done. Like I said, you know what? It, it's, and I don't want to see it happen violently necessarily. You know, it's I just, don't want it to be violent at all. I don't want anybody to. I, I, I think, but there's not a choice though anymore. I, I think it's just the nature of things. It's, like I'm not going to be the one that starts it. I'm not. I'm not no, going to be the one that. I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not. I am not here to be. 
I am not here to be a violent person to overthrow the existing government here. I am in a protect myself mode at this point and to try to help those people around me as best as I can. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, uh, y'all, y'all go do what you're going to do. Just, you know, <laughs> stay off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, and just, you know, try to be helpful to other humans as best as I can right now. Right. That's another right. reason I'm going back that I'm doing karate again, which I'm really liking by the Are way. Are you really? Oh yeah. I'm really liking it. I'm teaching little kids and stuff like that. I mean, you know, no shit. I didn't know you were doing that. How oh cool. yeah. Yeah. I've been That's... doing it for a couple months now. Oh wow. You didn't even tell me. I, I, I didn't tell you I was going Tuesdays and Thursdays. Well, I don't go every, I don't go two times a week every week because right. I've been so busy with work, Yeah, but I've been going there and, and, you know, doing doing a lot of doing a lot of karate learning well, learning my katas again and good, good teaching kids you. so it's hard to teach kids now though it's it's a little bit more difficult especially because the kids don't the kids act way different than they acted like when i was when i was teaching when i was in high school the kids acted much different than the kids act now yeah yeah well so, uh, I'd, I'd like to uh, delve into that more in hour number two so why don't you tell us what else we're going to talk about in hour number two uh we're going to talk about uh vanita gupta basically saying that she's racist admitting that she's racist um how you thought that they weren't coming for you so the the workers are gonna the 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 what do you call them the um the gig workers are about to get a big tax bill um the healthcare workers that are being ungrateful now and the gun grabbing commies in congress have gotten a, a new bill passed and if you'd like to hear all that go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage be a subscriber sign up and we'll see you on the other side